Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Off the Whiteback Shack with Stephen Beaver Donald. The news of the 24 hours, as Louise mentioned, has been the dumping of Dave Rennie. And not just the dumping of Dave Rennie, but the introduction again of Eddie Jones. Now, yeah, I can see why they've done it. Eddie Jones will get a reaction. He is a big name in Australian sport. He cuts through the media that is such a big player in the Australian sports market. Australian rugby desperately trying to sell sell themselves to be still a relevant player in the sporting landscape. But there's a big issue here. And it's the fact that they're trying to make it out is it's a coach problem. I'm sorry, Australian rugby, but take a look at what you've got. For the last, I'm going to say, five years, you have had the poorest and lacking of depth squad and players and not just Wallabies Super Rugby as well that you've ever had certainly in my lifetime and I'm going to be pretty keen on finding out from David Campisi if he's seen a poorer group because quite frankly you don't have the cattle of the current current regime Corobetti an informed hooper at the peak of his powers and Karevi would be the only ones who would warrant a selection mention in the last 40 years of an Australian touring squad, I'm saying. Coral Betty probably wouldn't get a start, and there's been better flankers than Hooper, but Hooper would certainly get a consideration for a touring squad of any of the generations that have been certainly in my lifetime. But apparently that's not the issue. It's the coaching issue. It just doesn't it just doesn't wash with me. As I said, I get why you've gone the Eddie Jones route, but why now? I don't think he's gonna be your magic bullet to produce your next Larkham in eight months' time, or your next Joe Roth, or your next Sterling Mortlock, or your next George Gregan for that matter, or your next anyone. Simply, Australian rugby's cattle is pretty depleted. Beave, bang, off the white bait stand. Absolutely lined one up there. Here's a question for you. If Eddie Jones wasn't let go by England, would Dave Rennie have a job today? Of course he does. Of course he does. Is this about Eddie Jones more than about... It's about about Eddie Jones. Yeah. And it's about Eddie Jones and the romance and the short memories. Because let's not remember, let's not forget, Eddie Jones was sacked last time he was Australian coach. Not not at the end of a World Cup cycle, just sacked in between cycles. So where does that say you're at? Eddie Jones is probably, 
I've never had anything to do with Eddie apart from he's um, one of my Japanese clubs. When I was there, he's got his fingers in Suntory. And so he would he would have an influence, and I think he helped me get signed at one stage, so I'm grateful for Eddie. But, and Eddie, everyone you talk to has got their opinions on Eddie, but he'll get a reaction. But this is about Eddie Jones being available. Make no bones about that. He'd still be, I can't see why he wouldn't have been available in eight months' time, but this is an Australian organisation who are romantic, that they think that Eddie's going to be this magic bullet. They think that they are going to stay at the top table of world rugby, which quite clearly they are slipping off. And this is their answer to it. But let's be honest, boys. Look at what he's got to deal with. Look what Dave Rennie's got to deal with. Dave Rennie would be regarded in New Zealand as good as, and I hate to steal a word from, I guess, rugby league, of a development coach. He brings players through as good as anyone. You look at some of the Chiefs squads, you look at the Chiefs squads that he had when they won it, he only had about two or three current All Blacks. But he turned guys into either All Blacks or he turned guys from barely an NPC player to very good super rugby players. I look at the likes of Gareth Hanscom. He was on the scrap heap and he turned him into a very good rugby player and now he's had a wonderful international career. James Lowe. James Lowe. I mean, the list goes on. Um, Andrew Horrell just an NPC player from Hawke's Bay turned into an outstanding chief because of the Dave Rennie development. And so, and then you've got, as I've already mentioned earlier in the piece, he has got a wonderful tactical, technical brain. So I don't, I don't buy the fact that Rennie's the problem. I think this is, as you said, Louis, Eddie Jones is available. He's a big-name Australian, and Australia is hoping for a big-name miracle. It could work. The writing's on the wall. Here's one. Take this and just simmer on it through the news. Five years. Is there a hope in how Eddie Jones sees out this contract? Because he grates people. And is his personality just always belonged in Australia? But at this time, is the fragility that Beavis pointed out around Rugby Australia and the pathways and the systems underneath him, is it cut out to handle Eddie Jones at the top? I enjoyed a quote from Matt Gatteau. And he said, some of these kids aren't going to know what's hit them. Now, Eddie Jones, you know, fantastic record, blah, blah. But he's also a little bit old school. And he will line people up and say it how it is. Now, some of these guys have been... I, I saw I saw a, a quote from the Big Cheese there in Australian Rugby overnight saying, this will bring a harder edge. Now, the Dave Rennie I know brings a hard, the, harder, the hardest edge I've known. Well, some of the stories I've heard about your boys midweeks. Yes, there's no issue with hard edge there. So I don't know what that was meant. I think Dave probably went into Australia and goes, these guys aren't, aren't up for hard edge just yet. They, they wouldn't take hard edge. So Eddie Jones only knows hard edge. He's going to come in and start firing from the hip. As Matt Gateau said in his tweet, wow, some of these boys are going to be in for an eye-opener. I've played with a lot of Australians up in Japan. And the modern Australian, like obviously I played with George Smith, one of the all-time greats, champion, and out of the Eddie Jones school. Then I've also played with guys who are certainly from a different generation who are coming through now, which Eddie's going to be dealing with. I don't think they're the same mentality, that same hard Aussie mentality of your Gregans, of, you know, I mean Gregan, you know, pound for pound as tough as they come and mentally as tough as they come. I don't think Australia's littered with those boys. So when Eddie Jones comes in and starts firing, he's, they're not going to be Owen Farrell's for likes. I mean, Eddie used to fire at Owen Farrell, and Owen Farrell was, you know, he would take it and perform. 
Are those boys ready for that? Pack your boots, your mouth guard, and your mirror, and not the one that's in Beef's foot. 